not to brag it at all, JP, but Auto Press episode twenty six. I think you probably heard out in out in Texas that me and Drew Addison won the member guest this weekend. Yeah, big big congrats to you. It sounded like it was a, a big time. I, I like seeing the photos and some of the updates and trying to follow along as best I could. I mean, I was I was a little disappointed that uh, Roger couldn't get a live scoring app going. I don't know what what happened there. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, other than that. It was, it was fun following along, and congrats, and you, you early called it. You you put yourself out there and said you thought you and Drew were going to win it. You went and did it. Well, well, to be fair, I said I thought we were going to win the – that we would win the flight. And uh, then anything from there is a total crapshoot. From the from the flight, we survived two chip-offs and um, a bunch of missed putts, and then uh, Drew played some good golf in the playoff, made a big putt for us for a birdie to advance he we used both his chips in the chip off um it was a lot of fun though what's up with you and chip offs i mean dude i'm dating dating back to me moving down there we played in the big red cup one year and made it to the shootout and you chunked that chip into the bunker on uh 12 out of chattahoochee i mean i have is a, a late in the day thing for you you're a pretty good <laughs> i don't know um my wife was out there watching, and she had, she even said something about my chips were really bad, and uh, they were. And I'm just I'm just bad at chip offs. Um, so that's why you have a partner, though. Yeah, I hear you. And just was a there... well, just a quick note to the listeners: we've we're having technical difficulties, so if the if the audio is not as great tonight, we apologize, but we'll get that fixed for yeah, sure before next problem. week. Another time when I'm away from Georgia, I, I've been gone. I looked it up the other day. I've been gone since May 17th. Yeah, that's a long time. Longer than normal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was actually nice to have another human in the room with me last week with with Jimbo Floyd, so that you know I felt like I was actually having a conversation with somebody. I just I'm just happy I'm not replaced. I mean, he did a great job. I I thought that my. Uh, my position with the auto press was in jeopardy. No, never, never. All right. Well, I got nervous. I mean, he was, he was doing a great job. He had good takes. He had research. He'd actually been to some of these places we talk about. <laughs> you know? Still didn't play the back tees at Pebble, though. Still didn't play the back tees at Pebble. My favorite thing that Jimbo kept doing, it, it, there, there are quite a few people that can really golf their ball. <laughs> 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 trying to figure out what that means it's like i mean anybody can golf their ball right <laughs> yeah yeah no I'm, I'm teasing i'm teasing on jimbo jimbo did great i i enjoyed listening to it and it was funny i talked to a friend of mine and he was like i like listening to it but then i got to the member guest stuff and i didn't know anything i was like yeah it makes sense you live in new york but i was actually pretty happy i i knew most of the people you guys talked about which was cool I was able to follow along, and I was laughing at it. And it's really funny to me how many handicap controversies there are. It's not, um, it's not just singled out to one one particular place. I mean, Monroe had the member member last week, and there's a controversy there with their handicap. I mean, it's it's amazing, it's amazing that there could that that there could be that many controversies on handicaps from people that are businessmen and all over the town and you see all the time and then there are all these controversies and people you know don't turn in scores or just there's always something and it's it's an epidemic yeah i, I heard a quote the other day about somebody and I'm, I'm not accusing any of these people of cheating but somebody was like if you ever get accused of cheating you've done something shady for there to be a reason for you to be accused of it something Something along those lines. I'll have to figure out what the quote actually was. I tell you, there was. I just botched it. There <laughs> sounds like it. Yeah. There, uh, there were a lot of people though at the member guest that uh, either heard about it or got you know got their name mentioned. Um, there was one guy who was in one of the lower flights that told me that that once we got to the bottom and we talked about being athletic ability and drinking ability that you had to have one of those. And he was very disappointed that we didn't, we didn't single him out. Cause he felt like he was pretty good at both of those. 
<laughs> Should he single them out now? He wasn't. <laughs> no. No. Uh, but it was it was just a funny comment. Yeah. And another thing, not not to get away from your your victory run here. I mean I'm not trying to do that, but uh, perhaps the the founder of the term auto press or, or so he might claim Yogi won his member guest this weekend at Willow Point. Yeah. Yeah, I saw he put up a picture. I I wanted to ask him because I saw they won their flight, and I should have asked, did they win the whole thing or did they just win their flight? So we need to con- we need to confirm that with Yogi. Well, they've got a they, they won it in pretty dramatic fashion. They were down down by one standing on the eighteen T, so it must have been a stroke play then of some sort. And his partner chipped in from the Eagle from the front front frame to a back left ten. And, oh wow! Uh, yeah, and um, Greg Lee has coined it the shot heard around the lake. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. They they end up winning by one. How did you get all this information? Did you text Yogi about it? Yeah, he's my he's my buddy. Okay. I mean, we, we've there's been a lot of times where we haven't given him credit when credit was due, and we hear about it. And I'm not gonna let that one slip. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. That's. That's great information. Yeah, I was very curious. Well, Friend of the pod. Big weekend for the pod. I mean, two victories and another gust. It's not easy to win one of those things, especially with good players. No, it's a total it's a total crapshoot once you get to the uh once you get to the playoff. So what are these new new shoes that you've got? These blue shoes that I saw. Well, uh so for the listeners, I usually wear my white shoes and only break them out during special occasions. And um, usually the member guest uh, classifies as one of those. But this year, like two weeks ago, I looked for them and I couldn't find them. So I'm pretty certain that um, my wife, Anna, probably threw them out and didn't tell me. So, yeah, so I ended up having to go and found some online. I found some blue ones that I put up on Instagram that matched the Uber we took home Thursday night. And then I actually bought some orange ones. So I wore the, I wore the blue ones Thursday and I wore the orange ones Friday and Saturday night. Got a lot of rave reviews. People really liked them. I, I, I gotta say they're better than the white ones. You think? So, yeah. So thank you, Anna, for throwing those out. I mean, the first time I saw you wearing them, I, I didn't know what to think. I didn't know, what to think. But, but you owned it. You owned it pretty well. But I was like, "That's a clown." It's, it's like a it's like a running joke. And then and then I wore them for probably three or four years in a row. And like I said, I have no idea where they are. And so yeah. I ended up getting some different ones. And it was around it was a little before Father's Day that I ordered them. And that was when I I was like, "Okay, well, I got to go ahead and order these." And Anna couldn't think anything for Father's Day, and she was kind of joking. And she's like, or have you already bought yourself something stupid? And I said, well, (laughs) I actually bought two pairs of shoes online. She's like, well, there you go. Happy Father's Day. So that's a good Father's Day gift. Did you ask her if she did throw those shoes away? She claimed she didn't. And no chance. Yeah, I can't find them anywhere in my closet. It's not that big that they would they should get lost in there. Maybe somebody on a golf trip you were on threw them away. Maybe somebody stole them. They were getting getting no. kind of ratty. I was I was planning on buying some new ones this year anyway, but so it just worked out. I got a couple different colors. Yeah. So, well, yeah. well, tell. So you've been out at Texas Golf Camp for. Yeah, I flew in on Father's Day. Watched the final round of the U.S. Open there, and then Monday we had check-in for all the kids in the morning, took them to the course, and then Tuesday through yesterday, I basically lived at UT Golf Club, standing on the chipping green, getting destroyed by the sun. Oh, God. No no wind. It's like 120 degrees down there. (laughs) Yeah. But I had a good time. Good group of coaches. I was about Um, to say, you made us some new fans, didn't you? Yeah, they, they loved talking about auto press. I mean, uh, Coach Henson, he's he's the new coach of the place, Highland Park. It's a high school in Dallas, which has produced Scotty Scheffler, Cody Gribble, Harrison Frazier went there, among amongst a lot of other players. I mean, 
high school golf in Texas, it's like like Gainesville high school golf is run really well, but not everywhere in Georgia is, right? Right. Texas high school golf everywhere is run to that level, to where they they take it serious. Like they have designated coaches that actually try. <laughs> and yeah. Highland Park is the premier job to have in in Texas. So he's he's going from. Lake Travis, which is another another very good program, to Highland Park. It's kind of, I'm not going to say, it, it was breaking news last week. I mean, a lot of the kids are from Texas, so they, they follow high school golf closely, so it was a big deal. So he was loving it. Um, my buddy, Coach Chris Hill, who coaches at St. Edwards in, in Austin, he was loving it. We were sending pictures through group chat all week of kids wearing, like, two loves to chip auto-pressed. Or <laughs> one, of the, one of the coaches would have his sunglasses on the, the back of his neck but not wearing them but it's sunny out auto press you know so it became a whole thing and, and they kept they kept wanting to go live <laughs> we'd be sitting there, let's go live on a, let's, let's, let's do a live show and I'm like I don't know how to do that <laughs> I can throw I can throw us in the Instagram <laughs> yeah tell me you gotta have a piece of equipment and you don't have it yeah and, and we just kind of kept coming up with a bunch of theoretical auto presses and I think that they're going to do a good job spreading that through Texas and growing the brand some more. Well, you're a you're quite the ambassador for sure. It was fun. It was it was a, it was a good time. I mean, we'd, we'd be at breakfast and we'd be talking about some kid we saw the day before who was wearing like he, he was wearing a sneaker on his left foot, but a golf shoe on the right one because his left foot hurt and his <laughs> sneaker was more comfortable. You know. <laughs> oh, nice. How many kids were at this camp? The first, there were two sections, sessions, so it was broken into two four-day events. Um, 100 at the first, 84 at the second. Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, the days start. We, we meet the kids. We have breakfast at 7.30. We load them up into vans. Um, actually, we had some Escalades this week, which was awesome. And then we drive to the UT Golf Club, which is about – it's almost 40 minutes from the dorms on, uh, on campus where we were staying. And then we're there from 8.15 in the morning till almost 9 at night every night. Man. Yeah, it's a grind. It's a grind for sure. Yeah, I was laughing last week when me and Jimbo were about to start and you sent a picture of, of like a looked like a 20-man scramble that was about <laughs> to start. Yeah, so we have like these little intramural pods they, they put you into and when you've gotten through all the instruction on the day and the kid's playing, we go back out for a scramble with your team, and that's what we're getting into. And they they play different tees. Some of the skill levels don't don't quite add up. I, I had one kid on my intramural team who was actually a really good player. He's from the Nashville area. His dad's a member, or his family's members at Augusta. Oh, wow. His, his grandpa um, is, I mean, people can Google it pretty easily, but he, he won the... 2013, Pebble Beach Pro Am with Brand Snedeker. Okay. Yeah, the, the guy's a pretty big deal. Was this grandson any good at golf? Yeah, he hit it really hard. He, he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a freshman. He was probably one of the best. I mean, he actually, they do a little tournament, the Sunday nine hole event. He shot two under, which was, it won the, him and KJ Choi's son tied for the low tournament. <laughs> really? Yeah. So there are the two kids that were far and away the better players. And then the rest of them are trying to figure out how to get better in the game. Just some of them just kind of love golf and want to be there and just embrace camp. It's a fun time getting to know some of those kids. I learned a lot. Learned a lot of new songs with my transportation group. I mean, I had had a bunch of ten to twelve year olds in my car, and I let them control the music. I don't know what their parents are letting them listen to, but. The rap songs that they know every word to blow my mind. <laughs> and they, they'd sit there and they'd be playing. They're like, I, I'd hear one of them, this isn't the clean version. Like, it's just JP. He doesn't care. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. That's your reputation <laughs> with 10-year-olds. Right. But that was that. I got back today to Rochester because my car is here. Um, so it so- just kind of made sense to fly back here. So you will be in the studio next week on July the 2nd? Yes. Oh, man. That's great. Yeah. Here's the quote. If 
you got if you get accused of cheating, you either cheated or have cheated before. People who don't cheat get accused of cheating. <laughs> get accused of cheating. That's that's from Eric Hansen. He tells his team that every year. Oh, hold on a second. We've got breaking news. Breaking news. JP. Yeah, yeah. So you promised yeah, everybody breaking news. It, it uh, that's good timing that that just came up because actually you were just asking if I was going to be in studio next week. Um, unfortunately, I'm not again. What? Yeah. So. Uh, you just said you were. I lied to you because I was nervous and didn't want to break the news yet. I, I didn't. I wasn't prepared that it was going to come up this quickly, so I. I panicked. Well, uh, I'm I'm going to be caddying on the Corn Ferry Tour next week. Oh yes, JP. Yeah. From one of our interviewers, Trevor Sluman. Oh, golly. Yep. So he, it's in New York. It's the Peak and Peak event. The one that actually is funny because Roland Thatcher told me that uh, I could have caddied for him if he was playing that. And I think Roland got into it, but he's been not 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 signing up for any of the events lately. And uh, Trevor got a sponsor's invite based on the year he's had and having some status on the web tour. So I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna carry the wet, the Corn Ferry tour next week. Oh my gosh, we may never you may never be in studio again if y'all take off. I, I know he if if he top twenty five, he gets in the next week, which is in Colorado. <laughs> but, I actually, I just had dinner with him, him and my brother, and I was like, how do we get to Colorado? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, like, we won't know till Sunday if you top 25. How do we get a flight that quickly? <laughs> you know? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. He, he seems to have it figured out. And then uh, he'll be going back to China after that, so. You, well, we know you can't go to China because you couldn't go to Canada, so. Right, right. He doesn't need me in China anyway. Well, that's. He's on the. Second on the uh, order of merit over there. He just got passed this oh, week. Oh, he got tonight. passed this week. He went to first. I was about to say, mm-hmm. he just went to first, I thought. Yeah, and then uh, this guy, Kevin Doherty, had a pretty good week. What do you so, think about the... Uh, that came out sometime last week. I mean, the Corn Ferry Tour. I, I want to know what happened all there. Like, the web tour seemed to be doing okay. Did they have a... Do you have to sign up for a 10-year deal? I mean, there's no way it was web for 10 years, right? No, it was seven and a half. So they they didn't complete their deal. I wonder if the Corn Ferry, I mean, they they seem pretty jacked up about it. But it said a a 10-year deal, right? Yeah, a 10-year deal. What do you think that costs, ballpark it? Oh, I have no idea. I mean, I don't know know how much they're subsidizing every week out there. You think it's north of $100 Oof. I mean, that'd be $10 million a year? Ah. To, to, to be a title sponsor of a PGA Tour event, just one event for a week, is like 8 to 10. And I know it's not the PGA Tour, but still, it's the whole tour for the whole year. I would go under. Would, would, but that's only $10 million a year. Yeah, but, I mean, they also get sponsors a lot of weeks, too. Like it is yeah, the corn fairy tour, but then it's like the Chiquita Classic or the right. Peak and Peak. What the hell's Peak and Peak? Is that just a ski resort? No, it's the Lecom Health Classic. It's the, it's the what? Lecom Health. Oh, L E C O M. I gotcha. Yeah. And Peak and Peak's a golf course. I, I guess it's really hard to walk. That My should mom be. I actually had a hole in one there before, and I've skied there before. Hold on, that's right. Roland told us it's like the hardest walk on tour, isn't it? Yep. So I'm pretty pumped for that. <laughs> but I've I went there and I watched I watched Dom play um, before I moved back in 2016, and I walked the whole course. Or you and outside, Sometimes outside the ropes is tougher because you're you're going up some different terrain and. I didn't think it was that bad. It was just kind of a classic golf course. Okay, but you weren't carrying a 50-pound bag either. I know, but it, it didn't seem like it, it... It didn't strike me as, like, the orchard. Yeah. You know? I guess the weather isn't going to be... Won't be overly hot, hopefully. No, I'll be okay. I managed it, okay. 
Yeah. I'm ready for it. I'm ready. Yeah, I shouldn't have doubted you at all. You're ready. You didn't doubt me. You were just saying what you'd heard about the course. And I've, I've been hearing from other people. My buddy Lee Caudell, who caddies out there some and lives at the orchard, was telling me his guy is taking the week off because it's the hardest walk or something. No. I, I don't know. I, I just remember being there and it didn't like amaze me. Like, oh my gosh, they have to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. If I die, I die. <laughs> it's a good attitude. But it'll be it'll be good to see them. I'm curious. I mean, this all just got announced. Do they change the signs already? You think? Like, you got to think the course is pretty much set up with all the grandstands, with the the uh, fences that say Web Tour and all that. Like, are they just gonna? I'd Let just, that happen. I'd assume it's already, or I figure they, if Corn Fairy Tour is sponsoring it, then they're going to want their stuff out there. I'm also curious how this just came up, like, breaking news like that. You would have thought somebody would have broken it a while ago. Like, there's some talks that the web tour might not be the web tour. Yeah, you know and then I, mean? I, I I responded to somebody when they put out there, and I said that I, I mean, I thought it was an article from The Onion. Yeah. And, uh. It was just like, wow, the Corn Fairy Tour? Like, really? So now it's going by, like, the KFT. So I did uh, understand. I did find out who the person was. Remember a few weeks ago they had mentioned somebody had gotten, like, nine starts out there and he was into a few more because somebody was buying. Yes. It's uh, Nick Heinen from Oklahoma State. Really? I don't know. Yeah. So apparently he's played... He's played in over five events. He's missed a cut in every one of them, averaging like seventy-five point three. But his dad will just pay the sponsors like twenty grand an event. Nice. Well, that's one, one way, way to do it. That's one way to do it. Mm-hmm. There's a five for one playoff this or five five way playoff this week out there. Yeah, I saw Henrik Norlander won. We're doing all we're doing all corn fairy talk now. Well, do you want to talk about the travelers from last week briefly? But yeah, that's my breaking news. That was some breaking yeah. news, and you did not tell me ahead of time. And I had multiple people ask me today what your breaking news was, and I said, I don't know. I said, I don't want JP to tell me. I want to have a natural reaction to it. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, I was texting with Wagner this morning. I don't know what it was about. And Jeff Wagner. Jeff Wagner, and I was just in the airport, and I was like, yeah, I'm I had been home since May 17th or whatever. I was like, I don't want to come back. And I, I can't remember if I brought up the breaking news or if he brought it up, but he guessed it. He was just like, where are you getting? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I didn't even hide it. I was like, what? I was like, WTF? So. Yeah. I hadn't told, whatever. I hadn't told anybody cause I hadn't, I didn't know what it was. Yeah. I, I kept that secret. I've known since, uh, like Monday last week, he asked me if I would be able to do it. Oh, wow. You kept it for a long time. Yeah. Well, it was still not, not up in the air. He had an event playing last week, so I didn't want to like, bother him with logistics, but he had mentioned at first that his uncle might be trying to find his caddy or something. I was like, listen, man, I can, I can do it, but just let me know. I got to make plans. So I'm in. I'm on the bag. Nice. So when are you going there? Tomorrow? No, it starts next week. Monday. Oh, oh, I gotcha. They're gotcha. in Utah right now. Yeah, how about that schedule? Utah, mm. New York, Colorado. Ooh, that's not great. No. Hopefully the corn fairy figures that out. No, I don't think they will. They're going to go where the money is, where some else sponsor it. But the travelers, I, I didn't see any of it. Um, I followed along the leaderboard a little bit. Zach Sucher, I think that's his name, Sucher Sucher. Yeah, they were saying Sucher, but I thought it was Sucher, and I'm pretty sure he played at UAB. He did play UAB. Okay. A friend, a friend of mine, Jesse Collinsworth, and listener to the pod, he actually tweets at us once in a while. He knows him. So one of his best, he, he's from Mobile, where Jesse's from. Okay. Well, so he... He's pretty, pretty excited all week about it yeah i mean they covered him i got to see a bunch of it on sunday because i was laying on the couch but ches Reeves started out with a six shot lead and keegan bradley made a pretty good charge and make a 
made a bunch of birdies. It wasn't like Chez was making bogeys. And they were following Zach Suker, I guess I'll call him that. That's what they were on TV. You know, talking about what his – I don't know that he did – he had not done hardly anything and ends up chipping in on for par on the last hole to stay tied for second. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a – it was pretty pretty cool to watch because Keegan – so Keegan birdied 16 to get within one and then drove it in the – you know, 17 out there is probably their little signature hole, short par four, bonkers on the left, and then it, it goes over water to the green. And Keegan hit it into one of the bunker left and sculled it over and ended up making double. And Ches Reeve made a birdie so that Ches was in up four shots. But that double, that double knocked Keegan down to be tied with Zach Suger at the time, and then Zach Suger hits it right of the green on eighteen and chips it, doesn't hit a very good chip, and then chips it in for par. Nice. So, and I think I saw he ended up with a payday of six hundred twenty-two thousand dollars. So I think he's going to be okay for this year. Yeah, that's not bad. He had to. I was surprised. I, I was reading an article about him because he had gotten hurt. So he was playing like medical. But he said he went seven months without a paycheck. I thought that, that once he got hurt, that that, that uh, injury stuff kicked in pretty quick out there. Well, if he hadn't made any money out there, you're not going to get any money. True. So that's how it works. I mean, I think you're paid off. I think you're paid on their disability off either your best year or your last year. I don't remember. So if you hadn't had a very much out there, then you're not going to get very much money. Okay. But at one point on Saturday, he was up by five shots. Yeah. Zach Suker. And then starting Sunday, Ches Reeve was ahead by six. That's crazy. <laughs> it, was, it was the weirdest swing, but there wasn't, there wasn't a ton going on with it. We talked, Jimbo and I talked a little bit about all the amateurs in there. And uh, Hovland made the cut, but didn't really do a whole lot. Their pro debuts. Um, Wolf missed the. 54 hole cut and i think colin morikawa had the best finish of him and he was maybe 35th but i I was just thinking about that just from thinking on the some of my journeys through golf how much do you think it changes for those guys from being the amateurs i mean victor hovland you're not expecting a whole lot from him at the u.s open but if he plays great okay but if he misses a cut nobody really cares well, now he's playing, and it's his livelihood. He's trying to make money. I mean, do you think overall their mindset changes a whole lot? I think they've played so many competitive events. I mean, that that's the argument that I got into where B. Tatsu is my worst take ever of Which one? competing at the U.S. Open. And I, I think that these guys are getting so much more seasoned with lots of events that, no, their mindset doesn't change. I mean, Matthew Wolf's not shocked by the the crowds, you know? Yeah. He's a showman. I just think the the pressure is different when you're playing and you're trying to make money. I mean, I think well, it's going to take some adjusting for those guys. Well, let's think about those two guys, though. Like, if, if their sole purpose is making money, the word on the street that I heard is Hovland signed a deal for, like, $3 million. And I heard Wolf signed a deal for $10 million. No way. Yeah. Why would the disparity be that much between those two guys? I don't know. I think I think Wolf maybe just being an American and just winning that to the boy and kind of getting a lot more press, even though Hoffman won that U.S. Amateur. Yeah. I, I don't know. Um, people love this Wolf guy. California kid. That's that's the word that I heard. If you had to if you had to pick between the two for a pro career, who are you taking? I think Wolf. I think Hovland could go kind of the same route as a Thomas Peters. Yeah. I hope I'm wrong. No, I mean I think I mean it's not like Thomas Peters has a bad career. I mean he's played in the Ryder Cup a couple times and won on the European tour, but I just think some of those European guys feel like they owe somebody to, to go over there and spend some time over there. Maybe maybe not for him. Yeah. Did you see his, I did see a little bit of this. Do you see him doing that pump pump swing? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. That's crazy. 
And for the yeah. people for the people that didn't see it, he basically takes it pretty much all the way back, or I'd say what eighty percent of the way back, and kind of pauses and then like pumps it and just rips it. It's yeah. weird. I never seen anybody else do that. Was he doing it? I don't remember him doing that into the blade. No, I mean I guess. I, don't, I mean I don't. Yeah, I do not remember seeing that before this week. I feel like we would have. I mean, he, he played the Masters. What, the USAM? Or, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I feel like they would have liked to show that if he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Chaz Reeve, though, you, you played against him in college, didn't you? Yeah, well, yeah, kind of. We had a match play event one year, and it was me. Well, it was, you were paired up in twos, but... um I wasn't playing him. It was, he was playing at Arizona State. He's a year older than me. And Jonathan Dismuke, who was my teammate, who's now the head coach at Houston, he was playing. I was playing a guy named Alejandro Conazares, who had won the NCAAs the year before. And uh, Diz or Jonathan Dismuke was playing Chess Reavy. And uh, that didn't go so well for us. I think I lost three and two. But I think um, Dismuke actually, t- actually took Chess to the last hole and lost there but that was one of the i mean we didn't play against them much they just weren't they were you know from arizona state we wouldn't see them we would only see them occasionally but um i mean he's been good for a long time i mean it's been he's won twice and um there have been 11 years between his two wins which is crazy yeah. and he he's stayed out there the whole time he's another one he played well at the U.S. Open. Yeah, finished third. And then goes on and plays well there. Yeah, and then he's playing again this week. I saw that. So. I saw it on Miles. Mo- California. M- moving, there. moving on to this week, I think it'll be a, a pretty interesting event. They're playing at Detroit Golf Club, which, as you said, is a Donald Ross course. Yeah, um, so supposed to be tree-lined and thick rough. It's a 36-hole facility. Um, I saw somewhere today they're playing 17 holes of one of the course and using one of the holes from the other one. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's interesting. That? I don't know. That's weird. Do you think any of these guys are concerned about that? Like, do, they, do any of these guys post their scores? <laughs> no. <laughs> Although, speaking of posting scores, um, one of the guys that I work with was in the mountaintop member guest up in Highlands, North Carolina. Yeah. And Zach Johnson was playing. What? And they made, and Zach Johnson was a plus seven. Oh my God. <laughs> and him and his partner, I heard they shot either 63 or 64 the first day. I mean, this is net, but with Zach Johnson being a plus seven, I don't know what his that's, partner was. That's pretty cool. Can you imagine that a plus seven? Did he say Zach Johnson was cool? I hadn't. He won. I haven't seen him to talk to him about it. He's probably fishing with him or something. Well, yeah, probably just. I mean, plus seven. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So. You think some of these guys are getting tired though? Like going from Pebble Beach to the Travelers, now they're going to Detroit. Yeah. How does Chaz, Chaz Reeve go third, first, and now he's playing again? Dude, I mean, it's it's like, I mean, they make 80% of their money in 20% of the events that they play, and he thinks he's playing well. I think he's going to play in everything he can right now. Strike well on huh? And, I mean, the golf course, if it's got thick rough and it's tree-lined and tricky little greens, I mean, he's probably another good pick this week. Yeah, unless he just mails it in and wants to go chill. I don't think he's the t- – I mean, I just don't think he's the type to – he's not like Brooks Koepka and knows that he's just going to show up in top ten in majors. Yeah. But it looks like a good event. I, I don't think they got the thick rough that they, they want. I saw a, vid, a picture of that on Twitter. Oh, I thought it was going to be pretty – I thought it was going to be pretty rough, but maybe Somebody not. Somebody tweeted it to Ben Coley, that guy that does uh, golf picks. Yeah. About somebody's ball being left at the 16th fairway, it just kind of looked basic. Yeah. Well, so we'll see. It could change. I don't know what the weather's like. I looked into it too much. I do know 
The last time that they played a PGA Tour sanctioned event was 09. Tiger won the Buick Open. And Roland Thatcher finished second. <laughs> That's right. That's what he told us. When yeah. he. Yeah, he just played really well the final round to get in there. It's an interesting little t- time for the tour here. They're, they're playing this week there, and then next week they go to Minnesota for the 3M Championship. So back to back, brand new tour events. Yeah, which is good. And you know, the last time. I'm, I'm going to sound like I've done a ton of research. I read one article today. <laughs> But keep it keep it rolling. It's kind of funny because um, the last time they played the tour in Minnesota, not a major, like a PGA Tour section event, was the, I think it was a 69 Minnesota Open. And you know who finished second? Lee Trevino. Tommy Aaron. Oh, there you go. Tie it back in. Yeah. Always connected. That's pretty then interesting. They go to the John Deere, so it's a little like Midwest swing that they got working here. Which yeah, is great. which is good. I saw that they both tournaments have a wait list for their volunteers, the Detroit one and the Minnesota one. Well, that's good for them. Yeah, my brother and I talk about that all the time. The volunteer deal on the PGA Tour—it's got to be the biggest scam in the world. Yeah, you get nothing for it, and you stand outside all day. You pay. You have to pay like 180 bucks to volunteer. Why would so many people want to do that? I don't. You get like a T-shirt. You get to, you get a ticket each day. You're not volunteering. You get you get a few hot dog vouchers. I mean, that's a terrible deal. It's like hosting the Super Bowl and trying to get volunteers to work the concessions. Yeah, I mean, I guess these people just want something to do. Yeah. I don't know. But that's a lot of people. I mean, that's it's over 2,000 volunteers at each event. Are you, are you having to pay to caddy, Trevor Sluman? Did you buy a caddy spot? <laughs> yeah. Speaking of paying a volunteer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, paying, paying the corn ferry to get spots. Yeah, that's it's pretty interesting. There's a bunch of, it's, a, it's still a pretty good field. I don't know how much you looked at it in Detroit. Um, I did look at it. I was a little surprised at some of the people that are that are playing. I don't know how deep it is, but there are some. Um, I mean, you got Fowler and Woodland and Matsuyama and um, Ryan Moore and Dustin Johnson, Snedeker. I mean, there's yeah. some Kisner, Ricky Fowler. I mean, you got some. Got some big names for an event that oh, that we need to get Patton playing good again. Yeah, Bubba's playing. Borschel, Smiley Kaufman's coming back. Well, I don't think uh, I don't think we did any. I don't think Jimbo and I did. I know Jimbo didn't do any good on his picks last week. I think I picked Bubba and Cantlay. Cantlay ended up okay. But he wasn't really ever a threat. And then Bubba was never... I mean, as much as it pained me to pick Bubba, I thought he was going to have a good week. Yeah. But uh, who do you like this week? I mean, you got Matthew Wolf playing again. Hovland. Dom's in the tournament, so obviously I'm going to take Dom. Yeah. I don't I can see Duffner having a good week. And is Duffner playing? Duffner's playing. He's been having a decent I thought he was going to do really well with the U.S. Open. I think he finished top 25 with the U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I did. Did you what? I owed you 20 bucks. I think I paid you, right? Yeah, you did. Because you sent it on Venmo and said Duffnering. That's right. Um, But I think, I mean, from my buddy... My college golf coach, he, he's played there. He, he thinks it's probably a lot like O'Kill. So I got to think that Duffner would do well at a course that's like O'Kill, right? <laughs> yeah, you'd think. So I think he might have a good week. Um, Dom, obviously. Yeah. But a bunch of guys. I don't know. I, I got to think that some of these guys that played in the U.S. Open are getting tired. Like, 
like Ricky's got to play because he's sponsored by Rocket Mortgage. It's like the RSB. Yeah, we talked about that. He is, uh, he burns a candle from both ends a lot. Like, is there anybody more overcommitted to doing charity work and like responsibilities and just any event than Ricky Fowler? Yeah, people like him. I feel like, like everybody's got an event. Stuff as the event that you love and Ricky will be there. Ricky's at everything. Speaking of speaking of picks, and this is kind of going a different direction, but can you believe after all the times that I picked Gary Woodland this year, I don't pick him at the U.S. Open, and then he wins? That was on my uh, that was on my notes for my notes for last week. I mean, I, I well, yeah, we didn't get into it because yeah. um, I, I see you weren't there, there, but right here it says Woodland all year for student, not a pebble. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, that was just, I, I was so mad at myself. Picked him. I mean, you've picked him like 12 times. Yeah. Well, I'm, go ahead. What a good guy he is, by the way. Did you see all the stuff with him and, uh. Oh, yeah. The, what's uh. What's that girl's name, Amy? Amy, yeah. Isn't they on, like, the Today Show together? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm people, a big Woodland fan now. Well, it seems like a lot of people are. There's sound like a lot of guys on tour like him, too. Yeah, he had a bunch of responses, or a bunch of guys cheering on Twitter, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was Ricky Fowler there to greet him after 18? I was trying to look for people that were all going to be there. That seems to be like the new thing. You got to get to, yeah, you got you to get in there. Yeah. I think Brooks came by. I've never seen Brooks slap him up. Yeah. Well, my... My picks for the week, I'm going to pick a guy that I have not picked the whole year that it just is always there is Hideki. I like Hideki. I like Ches Reevy. And then I think um, Ryan Moore could be a good pick this week. Yeah, I like Ryan Moore. I like those. See, Ryan Moore's been playing fairly solid here lately. So... so I guess I gotta get my three full picks. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Dom. I'm gonna go Duffner. I'm just gonna keep it all, but I'm gonna go Patton. <laughs> Run him with a theme. I like it. War Eagle week. War Eagle. I do think we'll play well actually. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a fourth pick because I didn't get to pick anybody for the travelers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to pick Robert Strap. He played well last week. I saw that. And it's a ball strikers course, and that's kind of his game. Yeah, that's a not, so, a bad, not a bad pick. I'm going to pick Strap. Have you got uh, got anything else for the listeners this week? Not that I can think of. Is, so are, yeah. is Trevor going to come on with you next week for a little bit since you're going to be caddying, or is he going to be tied up? to ride to Del Lago which is a casino like 25-30 minutes away yeah and they wanted to do it live from the car <laughs> well but I was kind of tired we'll see he's, he's got his girlfriend coming um, so his girlfriend caddies for him in a couple events back in he, he played two web events in February so missed a cut of both and he was like it was weird having her out there. And his girlfriend plays pro golf. She's on the Symmetra tour. She's really good. And he was like, I just, I love having her there, but I'm not myself when she's there. I, I was getting mad. I didn't like it. So that's how I got the nod. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess maybe he will. Maybe we will. Maybe we won't. I'll ask him. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, a bunch of those guys from Texas want to make it make an appearance. Well, the first thing I got to do is go buy another cord so we don't have this, so I don't have to sit here and hold the phone the whole time. Yeah, it's been a little cumbersome. I bet. Well, I'll let you go. So, so, so we've got our picks locked in. Oh, what about one last thing? Oh gosh, yeah. Oh, I don't even know. Do you know what I'm going to say? Auto presses of the week? 
Yeah, yeah. You just said a member guest. Give me an auto press move of the week. Oh, I mean, how many? I mean, we had... There were a lot... I will say there are a lot more matching outfits than I thought. Um, I mean, like, we had people matching all the way down to their belt. Shoes, belts, hats. Um, That was just so bad. There was one group that had a a bright yellow shirt. I mean, bright yellow. And uh, our dear listener, Sam Cuvion, went up to him Saturday morning and said, Ha! They made two of those shirts. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a that was a pretty pretty funny moment. I mean, um, Trey Wood said he played with a guy who we played lift clean in place Saturday morning because we had a bunch of rain Friday night, and he said one guy lined up his putt from fifty yards off the green, like put like got down behind it and used his line from fifty yards off the green and putted it. Jeez. Um, we had a lot of high socks going on. We had, I mean, it was, uh, there were so many auto presses out there. We had, uh, my partner and I were playing Thursday afternoon and they put, there were guys, there were four of them and there was one guy whenever he putted, they, he made them put the flag back in. After the other guys had putted. Yeah, like if he was if he was ten feet and other guys were twenty, they'd both put it from twenty and then they'd put the pin back in for him to putt. Auto press. I mean, that was terrible. Yeah. Um just there's so many of those. Um yeah. you know, people people just not knowing what in the world they're doing. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, you got to think that that's like, that's auto press heaven, that member guest. It really is. We, we had a camp, I mean, it's tough to auto press 12 year olds, but. That sounds like iron, y'all were. I saw iron covers. <laughs> um, I don't know, just all sorts of stuff. I saw a lot of white belt is still so alive with these kids, and I don't, I don't understand. That is pretty interesting. I thought it would have died of, out. A lot of logos. I mean, places that the kids hadn't been. Pine Valley logos. Nice. Oh, yeah, the place is pretty cool. Yeah, my dad got it for me. Yeah. Auto press. Yeah. I saw I saw seventy six degree wedge. Wow. I don't, think I don't think you can auto press that kid. No. What is he doing with it? I don't know. Just hitting butter flops. I mean, did it look like a pancake? Yeah, it looked like the the club just laid on the ground. It was pretty cool. I'm not real sure what you... I mean, how far do you hit it? Like 30 yards full? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> God. It was pretty funny. There was a 69-degree wedge. Nice. Um, yeah. You, you got to laugh at that. <laughs> On purpose? I, I, well, we, we were talking at one point. We wanted to take a picture of like the best set we could combine, like of golf clubs. Yeah, I think we saw like a killer bee driver. There was a snake eyes putter. There's all the, like just just combine like the best set possible, you know? Yeah, I'm sure there's yeah, especially with I mean, there's no telling what you could end up with. You've told me about it three clubs already that I never have seen people actually play. The two kids that had the 69 and the 76 were in the same group. <laughs> was and we were like, we were like, where do you get these? Academy Sports. Obvi- like, like it was obvious that Academy Sports just sells these used clubs. They were yeah. like, they were collection items. I saw one irons. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Did you hit the one iron? I tried one of them. It was tough to swing. You get out there all day, you get tight. Yeah. It, it's hard. But there yeah. are a bunch of auto-press moves. I'm sure I'm missing a ton of auto-press moves. I'm just kind of trying to run back through my head some of them, but there were so many at the member guest. I mean, it's, it's scary. Any of our friends get auto-pressed that, like, you want to call out? Um... 
I can't think of any off the top of my head. No. 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 Um, I did a couple interviews with Clay Hammonds just on his thoughts before the before we played on uh, Friday morning or Saturday morning, and then afterwards, and he was he was not happy with Dustin Welburn and his handicap. He wanted me to make oh. sure to mention that. Hmm. But All his handicap, handicap issues, issues is they're everywhere. Yeah, but the. It seems like a good team one that doesn't have handicap issues. Of course not. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Do you post all your scores? Didn't didn't they come up one year? They were gonna like go back and start posting scores for you. No, but I didn't have a oh. handicap until 2016. I just didn't have one. I didn't play in anything. Right, you had to get one made for the four ball. I think. I had to get one. Well, they made me get one in 2017 for the member guest. That's what it was. Yeah, I was when I had one. But then for the four ball, I would have had to have one. Which I, I, was, I was trying to get you to massage it a little. I was like, I remember that time you came to the orchard with Brendan Todd and you shot 78. <laughs> yeah, my handicap's a zero. That's a yeah. That's about right. Yeah. And I, right. speaking, of the, speaking of the four ball real quick, David Denham and I did sign up. We're going to try to qualify oh, wow. October 7th at Berkeley Hills. Wow. So... I hope you're around, JP, that day. That's a... Monday. It's a Monday. I don't think I am. No, no. We're doomed. You guys got through Berkeley Hills by yourselves last time. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. We'd, we'd probably feel pretty naked out there without you. It'd be, it'd be tough. Can you ride carts in the qualifier? No. no. Your caddy can. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. You got to walk. Could I have taken a card at the U.S. Four Ball? I don't think so. That would have been a game changer. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Look at you! Look at you doubting me walking peek and peek, and I did that whole deal. <laughs> yeah, had like forty thousand steps one day. Yeah, with two bags. Man, you're a trooper. <laughs> All right. Well. I'll be in touch this week and rock a mortgage and I'll I'll get some footage from the peak and peak. All right. All right. I'll see you maybe in two weeks. Who knows? <laughs> All right, see ya. Could be gone. Later. Stay. <laughs>